hello there, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Jesse. I'm Andrew. Today's a big day. Today is a huge, just a gigantic, and frankly, not that big of a day, but big day. Today, Bobby came out of the shadows. <laughs> Bobby Mueller <laughs> testified in front of the House in two different committees, House Judiciary, House Intelligence, something that I didn't even think would ever happen because we, like you said, we thought he was in a dark cave somewhere. Yeah, I mean, right now he was probably on like vacation somewhere on the beach, and then he's told that he has to testify in front of Congress. This is like a pain for him. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do this. He had, he had been trying to not do this for, I think, months now or weeks. First of all, the idea that you think Robert Mueller would be on the beach, questionable. I think for his fun, he has a giant library that he reads old books <laughs> where he just smokes a giant, like, pipe. Not yeah. even a cigar, a Drink, pipe. Or drinks whiskey, yeah. something like that. And he goes, and a lot of, and a lot of this, like, pretend he just drinks whiskey, he goes, ah. <laughs> That's exactly what he's like. So but, he, he testified. But, so, but the first thing, Jesse and I have always thought that Robert Mueller, we pictured him, like, in his office. Yeah. Um, Putting up spider webs of connections between different people involved mm -hmm. in, you know, this whole Russia uh, alleged conspiracy, and um, we thought he was the most intimidating guy that existed. Yeah. After today, I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm intimidated by Robert, Robert Mueller anymore. You'd still be alone in a room with him. Yeah, I feel, I feel much more comfortable now. Well. Here's the thing. Uh, we're going to talk about his performance. We're going to talk about the main takeaways. I first want to start off. I, people thought that he was not very strong today. In fact, many analysts thought that he looked fragile, that he looked ill because yeah. he was stumbling over his answers. It's easy to cite him and say, look, you know, he, he seemed like a weaker guy. He's 74 years old. I'm going to say a couple of things. First, yes. early morning. It's 8.30 in the morning. He's got to report there and then testify for five hours. I mean, he could have gone to sleep at 6 p.m. last night, so yeah. I'm not going to accept that excuse. One, he doesn't sleep. He, he's always plotting. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the real big issue. I don't think he was sloppy or he had an illness. I right. just don't think he knew a lot of what was in that report. That's why he brings over this other guy with him, uh, Zebley. Who is his deputy. And, and this wasn't an original request. He had, he had later on requested that he be there so that he can get some help in referencing or, you know, knowing what parts of the report they were talking about. So he has Aaron Zebley. He was the uh, former deputy special counsel there, kind of like the go-to guy. Guy who sat there and did nothing, was asked no questions. All that his purpose was was that everybody just lost confidence in Robert Mueller. Every second <laughs> that guy's sitting there, the, you have less confidence in Robert Mueller. So what was the big first takeaway? Yeah. Did Robert Mueller read this report? He, he, of course he did. Did he read the whole thing? I'm sure he read the whole thing. Because yeah. multiple times he's asked questions that he doesn't know the answer to, and they said, well, on page X, Y, and Z, this, you say this. And he goes, oh, all right, whatever's well, in the report. Because the report is is very, very long. Um, he's not going to remember every single detail from the report. It's it's, a, it's like a anthology, the, the report. He should remember the big parts. For example, yeah. first thing they caught him on yes. was they said, uh, you say that there's uh, no difference between conspiracy and collusion. Yeah, um, let's, cut, let, let's cut to that clip and show and Yeah, and let's, show play that, let's play yeah. it right now. Collusion is not a specific offense or a term of art in the federal criminal law. Conspiracy is. Yes. In the colloquial context, known public context, collusion, collusion and conspiracy are essentially synonymous terms, correct? No. 
If no, on page 180 of volume one of your report, you wrote, as defined in legal dictionaries, collusion is largely synonymous with conspiracy as that crime is set forth in the general federal conspiracy statute 18 U.S.C. 371. You said at your May 29th press conference and here today, you choose your words carefully. Are you sitting here today testifying something different than what your report states? Well, what I'm asking is if you can give me the citation, I can look at the citation and uh, evaluate whether it is accurate. Okay, let me just be clarified. You stated that you would stay within the report. I just stated your report back to you. And you said that collusion, collusion and conspiracy were not synonymous terms. That was your answer was no. That's correct. In that, page 180 of volume one of your report, it says, as defined in legal dictionaries, collusion is largely synonymous with conspiracy as that crime is set forth in general conspiracy statute 18 U.S.C. 371. So clearly... They caught him here. He yeah. he says he says that there uh, there is a difference when he testifies, and then he says in the report it says there was no difference. But so he doesn't it, remember it, that part, it, and it's it, a huge part in the report. Is it a huge part in the report? Yes, of course. But collusion actually isn't a legal term. Conspiracy right. is right. That's something I think you should remember. Then he doesn't know what fusion GPS is. Now I might say to myself, okay. Fusion GPS is one of these terms that's on Hannity's show every second because yeah. it's, it's to show that it was this firm that was hired by uh, Hillary Clinton and the DNC to dig up dirt on Trump, yeah. something one of his talking points. But then if you go back to the report, it's mentioned, this firm, or at least insinuated. And he says, not only like, oh, I don't remember where I wrote about that. He goes, I've never heard of it. Hmm. I've never heard of it. How's that possible? How did that happen? I mean, the guy's under pressure. The world is watching testimony today. He forgot a couple of uh, alliance. Look, when I was at my law firm, right, and we would put together a big brief, I would probably know it more than the senior partner because I helped write it. Right. But the senior partner knows everything that's being argued in there. And I assume he prepared for today like, and went over every single fact again just so he, he knew what he was talking about. Well, who wrote this if it wasn't him? Well, he had a staff who I'm sure – you know, did the legwork of actually writing it, but he was involved, I'm sure, in How editing it. How much do you it. think he was involved? He oversaw it. I'm sure he, I, I, I'm speculating here, but I'm sure he, like, edited portions of it or told them things to change yeah. and read it over multiple times and said, we need to change this and this. Yeah. Um, and then he also probably crafted the strategy of, like, who they're subpoenaing, interviewing, pen register, et cetera. There was a part, uh, right when he began his testimony, he says, look, there's certain areas I'm not going to be able to talk about. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about my communications with Attorney General Barr. I'm not going to talk about how this investigation started, and I'm just not going to answer that. I respect that. But there were other times when he's asked questions that are not really related to that, and he goes, I I'm not going to answer that, or, or it's in the report. Again, seems to suggest, did he really know everything that was going on with this thing? Listen, I honestly think he did a good job of – um, sticking to the confines of the report, he didn't right. he didn't go beyond and like give information that it is that is beyond what he put in that in, in, in that in that six hundred page report. But what he did a bad job of doing is probably his presentation and his tone and 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 the confidence that he showed when he was giving answers. I think the report was pretty straightforward, but still people wanted clarity on it. I don't think they got clarity after well, today. Well, you know why I thought this that, you know having him testify was good is because the for the public. The public is not going to read. Like a lot of people are not going to read the report, so, or or they might not even read some articles about the report. But seeing him on TV, like go through yeah. different parts of it, is easier for people to understand. So, and again, I, I think the other side of it is this yeah. is a seasoned prosecutor who 
is a perfect witness in the sense he answers yes, he answers no, he's not going to speculate. That's the kind of witness you always want in any kind of case, right to the point. In fact, he came off super strong for the Democrats in the first five minutes when Jerry Nadler asks him about the exoneration question, just so I understand, basically I'm paraphrasing here. Actually, should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. Let's play it. So the report did not conclude that he did not commit obstruction of justice. Is that correct? That is correct. Clearly, right there, he says the pre- he, this report does not exonerate the president. Yeah, so for the last month or two, President Trump has been going around saying, complete exoneration at the, the report. Wait, what was that? Complete exoneration. It's the worst, that's the worst imitation of him. You know, frankly, if you're going to copy me, I would, I would imagine you do a good job. Don't copy me, okay? <laughs> yeah, but exoneration's an interesting word because we learned more about it today, didn't we? Yeah. So the Republicans, this was a battleground between the Democrats and the Republicans. Democrats held Mueller up very high and tried to have him reiterate big parts of the report because it's something, like you said, really it'll hit the American people hard to hear Robert Mueller say these kinds of these things. Yeah, to say that he's not exonerated the president. But what the Republicans tried to do was show that Robert Mueller and his team were biased. And I got to tell you, never really believed that. I always thought Robert Mueller was a pretty uh, straightforward, objective guy. Yeah. But there was a part where this guy, uh, Congressman Turner, did you see this? This was an amazing exchange, and I yeah. just want to play this right now. Mr. Mueller, does the attorney general have the power or authority to exonerate? Now, what I'm putting up here is the United States Code. This is where the attorney general gets his power and the Constitution and the annotated ver- cases of these, which we've searched. We even went to your law school because I went to Case Western, but I thought maybe your law school teaches it differently. And we got the criminal law textbook from your law school. Mr. Mueller, nowhere in these, because we had them scanned, is there a process or description on exonerate? There's no office of exoneration at the Attorney General's office. There's no certificate at the bottom of his desk. Mr. Mueller, would you agree with me that the Attorney General does not have the power to exonerate? Uh, I'm going to pass on that. Okay, so literally he brings out all of these books and says, exoneration... You're not, your job is not to exonerate somebody. It's not the job of the attorney general to exonerate, exonerate anybody. It's not illegal. It's not in the statutes. It's not something. And you decided it was a good idea to put those words in that report that became everything that everybody was talking about. So the question became, and Robert Mueller didn't, have, didn't answer that. He, he chose not to answer this. Why do you think then he put the word exonerate in if he really wasn't supposed to? So he put it in section volume one or volume two? The obstruction of justice part. He says this report does not exonerate the president. It was not. Now, one hand, as a prosecutor, he's never supposed to do that. But that's true. The the, the report did not exonerate the president. But even if he wanted to exonerate the president, he couldn't legally. Like, that's not his role to exonerate. No, but I'm asking right now, why did he even put that language in? Now, the reason he says this, and again, in this clip, he said, who is this report meant for? Attorney General William Barr, not meant for the American people. Okay, so if it's meant for Attorney General William Barr, he doesn't have the power to exonerate. You don't have the power to exonerate. Why'd you put this in? No, because you really knew that it was going to be meant for the public. You decided to put this term exonerate to get the fire going and to get Democrats really, uh, you, you know, fired up. Oh, oh, you don't exonerate him. He must have done something. It's not a bad point, honestly. It was a good point. Yeah, I mean. And he had no response. He chose not to answer it. Why didn't he answer that? Because maybe it was a political reason when I put it in. Unless he didn't put it in. Was one of his staffers uh-huh. did? I'm sure he read the report still, though. But, like, it wasn't his idea, and he just signed off on it. I bet that line he would have noticed. Okay, well, yeah. that was that was a big part. Yeah. The other part that we have to talk about yeah. 
huge part is the OLC opinion. Yeah. So, okay, real, the main thing is why? Why on earth did Robert Mueller not indict President Trump? I'm not saying like he should have. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking. That's the question everybody wants to know when you clearly you have all this evidence. So the OLC opinion says that you can't indict a sitting president. Just to step back, uh, OLC, Office of Legal Counsel for the Department of Justice, yeah. this guideline that said you can't indict a sitting president, you know, it's unconstitutional. Right. At first, there's this exchange with Representative Lou. So to recap what we've heard, uh, we have heard today that the president ordered former White House counsel Don McGahn to fire you. The president ordered Don McGahn to then cover that up and create a false paper trail. And now we've heard the president ordered Corey Lewandowski to tell Jeff Sessions to limit your investigation so that he, you, stop investigating the president. I believe a reasonable person looking at these facts uh, could conclude that all three elements of the crime of obstruction justice have been met. And I'd like to ask you, the reason, again, that you did not indict Donald Trump is because of OLC opinion stating that you cannot indict a sitting president, correct? Uh, that is correct. So that's huge. That's a big point. It seems to suggest President Trump did something criminal, but Robert Mueller's hands were tied because of this, this part, right? Yeah, but then he clarifies it later that he... He, he, he made a mischaracterization of what he said in that previous clip. Let's play it. I'm right. So he does this in after the lunch break yeah. when he now testifies in front of the House Intelligence. Somebody must have grabbed him in the lunch break and said, how could you have said that? <laughs> so now he's basically saying, well, uh, I want to just correct myself here. You know, I said that. Um, but no, I, I, we didn't come to a conclusion if the president committed a crime. Um, now, the question, of course, is what does this mean? And people asked him at other points multiple times, so can the president be indicted after he leaves office? And he said, yes. Democrats are taking that saying that means he sh that the president should be indicted. That's not what he said. He just no. gave a legal analysis. Yeah, yeah which is course. true. The president can be indicted after he leaves office. Will he be indicted after he leaves office based upon what we just saw today? Uh, so it depends on if he wins this election. The statute of limitations for uh, for obstruction of justice is five years. So if he does not win this uh, election, it will, it will still be within that statute of limitations. And for sure, the Democrats will indict him. Yeah, so again, yeah. if yeah. he uh, doesn't get reelected, yeah. the day he leaves office, they are going to slam him with an I'm 1,000% say they're going to slam him with an indictment. Yeah, but, what, but what if he wins? And then by the time he leaves office, the statute of limitations has expired. They could still hit him with it, and then it becomes a fight whether or not the statute of limitations has expired or not. Has, they, yeah, they're, they're saying they could possibly toll it because he can be considered, you know, delay it. Yes, yeah. somebody that they couldn't have indicted during that period, so they have to they have to delay it. I think people hate Trump, and they want to frustrate him as much as possible. I think they're they can get some prosecutors. And by the way, I think it would probably be uh, the U.S. Attorney in D.C. that would do this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, who would throw you know this this indictment at him? Not even sure if it'll stick. But imagine giving him the headache the minute he leaves office. Yeah, honestly, like, and in all transparency, yeah, there's many things that I don't support in terms of like Trump's presidency. But Democrats need to get over this whole investigation well yeah. so you're saying today didn't help them one way or another it didn't help them one did it way hurt or the them? other yes it hurt them how did it hurt them 
I mean, they he, he didn't say anything new from what, from what was in the import. Right. It didn't support. I think they were looking to get something that they could use for impeachment. I didn't hear anything that would have like qualified as that. It, he didn't add anything other than me reading the report and saying it. Like yeah. Jesse, is what does it say here? Oh, okay, I'll read you back line too. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think they. I, at the end of the day, they didn't want to impeach him three months ago mm-hmm. when the uh, report came out because they wanted to hear Robert Mueller's testimony. Yeah. I think that decision on impeachment could still happen, and I don't think it changed any which way. I think they feel they have enough to go after him because they feel they have enough to show that people. Di- Remember, impeachment's not a legal term. If they felt that Trump did something immoral, unethical, him and his people in his inner circle, they're going to try to impeach him. Not saying it's going to be successful. And based upon what we heard today, not sure that it would it would pass. Yeah, I mean, what Trump said, has been saying is that he they didn't not they didn't find collusion. So all he was doing was defending himself. And if that that was considered an obstruction of justice, like who wouldn't defend himself in that situation that's his best argument but it's still you can't it's, it's obstruct still a legal you, problem, you can't yeah. interfere with a, an investigation even if you know you're innocent but as a human being when you hear that like it's kind of a, it's kind, it's not a bad argument like it's it makes sense but from you still can't obstruct justice obviously but like if someone's coming after you with a false allegation you're going to defend yourself look if he's not reelected and he does get indicted on this they have some they have a strong case for obstruction of justice oh yeah Oh yeah, I mean I'm sure, but doesn't mean that they would win. Yeah, how, how, first of all, how would you get even an impartial jury? Right. How's that going to work? Everybody knows the situation, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody has an opinion on Trump one way or another. How about the um, there was a line of questioning where they were talking about how Robert Robert Mueller was uh, eligible to become like FBI director at one point. He so interviewed they thought he Trump. was biased, and they, they, Trump they, didn't want him. They thought he was biased because he didn't get the job. Do you? Th- I don't see that. Do you see him as petty like that? Robert Mueller. Yeah. No, I mean wh- how Robert Mueller characterizes it is that it wasn't an, it wasn't like an interview for a job. Tr- Trump was just speaking to him to get his opinion on like what would be good qualifications for an FBI director. So yeah, but I, I Trump doesn't. Trump, Trump was like he was begging for a job. I don't see Robert <laughs> Mueller begging for anything. He's no. begging to get out of there. Um, but yeah, I, I, why? I don't think that affected him. I mean, look, he was questioned about the bias of his team. He, he made a statement um, other than a yes or no. It was one of the rare times that you actually heard him say something. He goes, we strove to hire those individuals that could do the job. I've been in this business for almost 25 years, and in those 25 years, I have not had occasion once to ask somebody about the political affiliation. It is not done. What I care about is the capability of the individual to do the job and do the job quickly and seriously and with integrity. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of questioning about his staff, though, that like one member of his staff had an affiliation with Hillary Clinton, and they questioned him and asked him, did he did he know that before he uh, hired him? And he said, no. And he's like, do you know that now? He's like, yeah, I know that now. But it was interesting to to hear him because actually CBS News reported that there were only there were 110 one word answers by Mueller when he was in front of the right. Judiciary Committee. I mean, he really didn't give them that much throughout all of it. So it was interesting to hear him talk more. And if there were times where he's like, that's not, I wouldn't characterize it like that. And I can't confirm that. I can't say that. Honestly, it was not that big. But here's the thing that everybody keeps ignoring. The thing that he was passionate about was talking about how Russia interfered in the election. And that's something people should care about. And nobody cares about that. Yeah, that's the most important part of this investigation, that Russia interfered with our election. So to me, and I'd be interested to get your opinion on this, like, Russia is like they can have an opinion on who they want to be president of the United States. Sure. And 
can't, you know, spend marketing dollars to try to get the person elected. But if they do anything illegal, that's a different story, like hacking into computers, et cetera. But like, let's say, for example, um, like a Russian, you were running for president and a Russian official came to you with some information that was acquired illegally about an opponent and said, here's such and such. such. Like, would, would I know would, it's would, illegal? Would you use it? Would I know it's illegal that, that he got it illegally? No, no, no. It, it, was, it was received illegally, not illegally. Legally. It was received legally. Yes. Um, I, I mean, the idea, first of all, I don't know. I, before, if I would run for politics, I would want to know what the law is in terms of getting dirt on people. Like, I would want to know exactly what the rules are and who you can cooperate with and can't because – It'd be one thing if anybody came to me with information on somebody else, let alone somebody from another country. But does this happen all the time from a practical point of view? A thousand percent it happens all the time. Yeah, that's how a lot of dirt is people will discover it. Of course. Yeah. Trump's not wrong that that stuff happens all the time. It's just it shouldn't happen. Yeah, like the the WikiLeaks – the WikiLeaks publication of Hillary, the Hillary Clinton emails, that was acquired illegally, right? Yeah. But Trump – Trump was the one who acquired it illegally – WikiLeaks or whoever got it, that that was the illegal part. But it was already out there, so he he didn't do anything illegal by using something that was already out there. But he encouraged he he, he encouraged what WikiLeaks was doing. Did he encourage? Well, Mueller was talking about this in his testimony today. Well, he said that it, you know Robert Mueller he actually criticized the president's tweets um, talking about the stolen emails, and he said. Today, it's problematic as an understatement in terms of what it displays in terms of giving some hope or some boost to what is and should be a legal activity. Um, and so, you know, he was not a fan of that's the thing that I think him and Barr really wanted to get out there that Russia was a bad actor. Did you hear Trump talking so much about tr- Russia doing this? I mean, he no. he hasn't focused that much part of it. He's more concerned that they've been coming after him. I understand. Uh, yeah. But the question is, do you think Putin was watching today? Yes. Yeah? What, are, you, what are they going to do about it? They're going to interfere in 2020? Yes, probably. I mean, what the fuck are we doing, honestly? Like, we, should be, we should be focusing Nothing. on like, how we defend against us. They're not going to stop doing that. They're obviously going to continue interfering with our election. Yeah. But we always should be focusing on is how we defend against the, that sort, like, a sort, illegal interference. Yeah. Look what they did. Like, it's not even just interference um, in terms of the election. Mm-hmm. It was interference in the whole last two years, what they did. Look yeah. what happened. Yeah, they, they did derail this for like two or three years. I don't think they imagined it was going to have the spotlight put on them. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they got what they wanted, Trump to be Trump to get elected. Yeah, but then he's been under investigation for two years, and their name has been put in the bad light, although their name has always been put in the bad light, so it's not that surprising. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no one seems to really focus that much on there. And then Trump uh, comes out, and he talked about what happened today. <laughs> he this walks out. He walks out, and I love this because he doesn't even take a question. He's just, okay, recap. (laughs) Bad day for the Democrats, really bad. And then he starts off talking about Mueller, and he starts off nice. He goes, so, Robert Mueller, you can determine one way or another. I did good and bad. Then as the questioning got a little more heated, he goes, (laughs) so Robert Mueller did an awful job. Horrible job today. Horrible job in the investigation. And frankly, it was it was his presentation. You know, frankly, it was his presentation. Horrible job. Uh, Democrats didn't do good. And uh, and then he was asked. This was another part that came up. He he Mueller was said that Trump made an effort to not be interviewed by him. And they said, so what do you make of Mueller saying you deliberately didn't want to be interviewed? He goes. 
Let me tell you something, okay? I could tell you it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. I tell you there's one cloud, one little thing up there, one little. They say, oh, he lied. It's called a trap. I don't regret it. It was a good thing I didn't speak to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and I, I mean, in good, a way. Good, good for him. Way, coming out. In a way he's right. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, you know, you lie to somebody about anything under oath when you're in front of a, a federal official. It's it's obstruction, it's perjury, it's all that. Yeah. To a, making false statements. So he had a point, but he, he just gave into it. And then he t- criticizes the reporters. Your fake news, your fake news. The fact that you would ask me a question after, did you see what happened today? You didn't see it, and you're asking me a fake question. Okay, we move on. Your fake news, your fake news. And two of the most, frankly, disgusting <laughs> networks said a few good things and said it was a disaster. Just proves my point. Yeah, I, I think he did a good job in his conference after. Is this a win, though? Is this a win? Is this a win for Trump? Yeah. Today, I think it was a win for Trump. You today. think it was a win? Yes. Uh, the, the, the publication of the report, first of all, was a win for Trump. Yeah. No collusion. Big win there. Big, big, big win. Yeah. Now today, they come out on TV, say it again. No collusion. No collusion. And, and they detailed. They tried to – the Democrats tried to make a point here. Yeah. Talk about the different instances where there was communication between people in the campaign – and Russian officials, and they were trying to show, well, how could you not find collusion? Yeah. Mueller just didn't bite. And also, I know there's many examples of, of you know potential obstruct situations for obstruction of justice, but in the end, Trump didn't fire Mueller. He, no. He, 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 Mueller stayed on. So regardless of like what he had said that like Mueller isn't qualified to do this, et cetera, conflict of interest, he didn't take action there. But he did say there was an effort to get him fired. He, but, he didn't, but he didn't fire him. But, okay, so if they brought an indictment, the, the three biggest parts they, I, you know, there's multiple parts. They list out multiple parts of where there could be obstruction. But the idea that, um, you know, having Don McGahn tell Rosenstein to remove Mueller or trying to get Jeff Sessions to unrecuse himself, or Trump's effort to, you know, tell McGahn to create like a fake record of what happened, their communication. Those are like really strong cases of obstruction. And I just gotta say, if he doesn't win, it could be very problematic for him. So you think 100% he's getting indicted? When I say this, I don't mean that he's gonna be convicted. I want that to be very clear. I don't know the evidence. I mean, this is just, Every time you look at an indictment, every time you look at a, a complaint, you always think the prosecutor, the plaintiff's going to win. You go, oh, my gosh, clearly. Yeah. But there's a sh- who knows what the facts are to support any of that. Do you think he, he like, in a way would like to be indicted and, like, just so that, they, that he no. can prove them wrong? No, because he, he's done. He doesn't want any of this. He's been sued, like, hundreds of times. I know. His life. Teflon done. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> nothing sticks. It's like hundreds of lawsuits against him. He doesn't want to have to deal with this. He's never Has he been ever criminally prosecuted? No. Yeah. He doesn't have his uh, his pit bull anymore. Um, Michael uh, Cohen. Michael Cohen. Yeah. 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 Mr. Trump knows. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I think people hate him so much that after he leaves office, his his headache doesn't end there. It's not like he goes off into the distance. They're gonna keep hounding him. They're gonna keep hitting him no matter what. He's gonna. He's not gonna go off to Mar-a-Lago and just into the sunset. I think the min- this day he leaves office, he's going to be hit with maybe two indictments, one from the uh, U.S. attorney in D.C., one from the Southern District of New York, and he's going to have to have a headache with that for the next several years. Probably. I mean, maybe. Um, probably. And what will Robert Mueller do? Uh, he'll probably go to a law firm, right? What do you do think? Do you think he was off today? 
Was he off? Do you think he was? I've never seen him like on. I've only seen his writings really, so yeah. I don't know what on. I don't know what on looks looks like for him. Well, in my nightmares, he's so intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> he's so on. I thought he'd be, but today he was not intimidating. Do you? Did you think he was stumbling because he's he's something's wrong with him, or do you think he stumbled because he wanted to make sure he didn't say the wrong thing think, and he didn't really know the details that well? I think mostly he wanted to make sure he didn't say the wrong thing. Yeah. From what I've heard, he's a very careful guy. Yeah. Like Even in his law practice, when he was having joint meetings, he was always like the careful one in the room, didn't want to give away too much. So He's got a great poker face. Yeah, so I think he, was, he wanted to be very careful about that, and there's so many like facts that are part of this. I think he wanted to make sure he was referring to the right ones. You know what bothers me? Yeah. When the Republicans and Democrats use this as a platform to make their points like they sometimes don't even ask him questions that's all they do they just want to make points they want to get reelected yeah and that's too so this was also for the american people yeah. the american people have to decide if they're going to vote for trump or not do you think this affected them in any way i think it helped rile his base probably even more oh yeah yeah oh yeah people on the fence people on the fence i mean people who don't support trump like and were you know part of the bandwagon of bandwagging of impeaching him and putting putting him away like they're, they're not going to change their minds after today did everybody watch i mean it was everywhere by the way i was in uh guy and gillard yeah. and i saw dan oh on dan, TV. our very own dan abrams yeah. on abc yeah. talking about he was it. Kind of, it all day he was, was, on was there all day but everybody talks about this yeah. it was on i mean it was hard to you know you, you know what i would like now now that robert Mueller's probably searching for a job what we, sh- we should have him as a host on long crime network or a co-host on on guys who law oh oh we, we would love to have you bobby i don't think we can call him bobby no 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 we, i think i think it would help i think it'd be good i mean it'd be great to have him on oh, yeah how do you think his impressions are <laughs> i don't i don't i don't do impressions i don't i don't do that yeah what do you uh uh wh- what do you guys do on here <laughs> not much <laughs> not much sometimes we talk about movies sometimes <laughs> he would just be the whole time we beg can't talk about that yeah. can't talk about you that. you guys still did you want to you need another opinion for my cousin Vinny? Inter- <laughs> internal deliberation <laughs> okay i'm 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 gonna be back in the studio if you need me uh, i'll see you guys later yeah <laughs> you guys know where the vending machine is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your, your Robert Mueller impression is like part Barack Obama yeah my Barack uh, Obama is more uh, here's the deal uh, Robert Mueller testified today yeah. big day big day for all of us big day did he Obama didn't tweet anything today right? did he let's, oh, see. let's see Trump tweeted a lot um, everybody tweeted celebrities tweeted everybody was watching this thing okay. it's, it's amazing how it became an entertainment event isn't it well it's, it's, it's life now it's life you think that's what it is? Here, let's say the most recent tweet nope. that came from Obama. Economics Raj Shetty is not only identifying identifying the decline in opportunity we've seen in recent decades, but trying to reverse it. Obama, you got to get on this this testimony. Yeah, this is no. not the most recent news. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah. He didn't do that. Yeah, he didn't do that. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? So interesting day. Interesting to watch. Very interesting. Um. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, the whole world was watching. My, and now he goes back into his cave. Mr. Moyer, you have an open invitation to come We're, either for an exclusive interview or as a co-host I, or anything. Are you kicking me out? You can kick me no, out no, for No, him. a third, third co-host, not all of them. Robert Mueller's awesome. I, I'm going to say it right now. A huge fan, no matter <laughs> what. And nobody hates him after this. You know, that's what's funny. Interest, well, except for Trump. But nobody really d- doesn't like him. And I don't think he cares one way or another how he did. I don't think he cares. He's he's in more. He's done with this. He's yeah. tired of all this. No. 
Democrats aren't angry at him. Republicans are not that angry at him. He did what he had to do. And that's it. He's like, leave me alone. I'm going back. I'm going home. I'm going home to Mrs. Muller. To the, li- to the library. <laughs> tell, you, tell me I'm wrong. Robe. He's like got a robe on. Wooded paneling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to read great Charles Dickens. <laughs> Tuesday night. Wednesday night. Here we come. Um, all right. All right. Well, interesting day. Interesting day. Um this is this, this kind of is this like the end the end of this is this like the last part of the more saga. No, I don't think so. They have no one else. Are they gonna have anybody else testify? I don't know who who else is gonna be like more interesting. Andrew Wasman, the guy who yeah, was like people don't care as much about that. No, everybody was waiting for Robert Mueller. Yeah. All right. Well, well, anything else comes up, no, we'll be no, back. I know what Robert was Ew. gonna do. He's gonna read the report. He's saying I should read this thing. <laughs> Seems pretty good. <laughs> um. All right. Do you yeah. think he has his own report that was printed by the Huffington Huff- Huff- Post on his coffee table? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks. Mm-hmm.